Mattress on the mat. On the motherfucking mat. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mattress on the mat. Mat, mat. Today we're going to talk about emotions. Just emotions on the mat. You're laughing at me because I was just being too formal. Yeah, I was like, who is this? This is not Wei. <laughs> like, hello, my name is Wei Chan. And I'm like, really? Hello? That's not Wei Chan. Hello, my name is Wei Chan. Yeah, I got a phone voice that I learned from my brother. Yeah. People argue that I still have trouble speaking, so... One of the things I did was just to learn how to speak like my brother when he's on the phone. Remember the days where you had to... Uh, you, you couldn't go on the internet to order pizza, or maybe you could, but... You, oh, yeah. The oh, phone. wow, you did the anxiety. It, you, did it, you did it on the phone. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, I would like a small margarita pizza. I remember the first time I ordered pizza over the phone and I didn't know how deliveries worked, so I would we would order like oh can we have a pizza, blah blah blah. And then I didn't know if they could find our address. I didn't know the system, so I would write pizza here in A4 paper and I would put it in our window. <laughs> they were like, Will they find us? I've done my shots for for but 18 years. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I tend to notice is how you feel off, either off the mat or outside the training hall, you bring it into your training. So if he had a really bad day at work or a really bad day at school, disagreement with your spouse or your family or whatever, it, you bring it into your training. Mm -hmm. And that generally affects your training. Well, I kind of just ride it out. I kind of see it as uh, another training day. Yeah, you have to be conscious because you're doing a martial art here. So what state you're in, you might accidentally injure your training partner. I'm very anxious. I would get anxious on my way to the gym. I would have to really like hype myself up. I'm a very highly emotional person. So I absorb people's energies and I obviously I've got my own. So I get very jittery, I get very scared. I would message people before the gym and I'd be like, oh, I, would, I really don't want to go in today. And then I overcome it once, you know, we bow off and I see my friends and I'm like, okay, I'm here, I'm home, I'm with my people, I can be comfortable. But other days there's times where I just don't want to talk to anyone and I don't want people thinking it's personal. Jiu-Jitsu is a good way to kind of catch yourself as well when you're feeling sad or when you're when you feel like your ego is coming you just kind of like oh, okay I can feel it when someone wants to hurt like wants to hurt someone or something and it's like I'm just in the way of their destruction which is um, it's not nice to be on the other side of gonna be honest because I've had a lot of people who I've sparred with and I felt very uncomfortable with so in their head I have to beat this person I have to get that I have to do this and it's like they're not enjoying the process of being present and jiu-jitsu, they just want to beat someone. And I, I've, I've had that a lot as well because I'm the tiny guy. And it's happened... Wait, wait, the it, tiny guy! It's happened um, since, again, since I was um, 16 that there's this big um, guy, grown man, and now, of course, I was a pretty much an older teenager at the time. So they didn't want to lose to a, a tiny, tiny boy. Uh, yeah. They want, they didn't want basically lose to a little boy. How do you deal with when you feel like your negative vibration is coming up? What do you do to put yourself back in alignment with yourself? 
remember it was a few years ago where it was just constant actually because I would just be negative day and night so yeah I re realized I was the problem you, you probably know what I do nowadays is I, I try to balance my emotions a bit more I'm trying to achieve a level of adequacy in my emotions <laughs> it has to be adequate it has so, to break even <laughs> so that's the right balance if you have too much excitement for something mm. then you're most likely going to be disappointed when it doesn't meet those high expectations and i get really sad i try to bring my mood up to adequate yeah so now it's oh it's fine now so but when i get too happy yeah i just let i don't do anything i just let it die down because i know that happiness doesn't last so yeah the way i'm dealing with negative stuff in BJJ, it, you know, it comes back to breathing, comes back to being the present. You know, when you feel like your emotions are getting out of control, you just kind of come back. And when I say present, I mean um, just feel your presence. Can you see my aluminium stains? Okay. Can you see it? I can see a patch. You know what? I've been really attracted to my uh, bio. It's very nice. Well, the, well, the thing is, I think you have to um, take it all in. Embrace you have, it. You have to. Um, I think that's a, a very good way to understand yourself. Yeah. Have you been to? A, have you gotten to a certain point, like during the past few months, where what? it gets too hot? Yeah. And you're you're like, oh, I need to take a bath because now I can smell my genitalia. Your head is right here and your crutch is right here yeah. and you're like, oh, that is bad. I can smell it. Yeah, when it smells sour. So I, can, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even have to bring, I don't even have to bend, bend my head down. I can smell my crutch. It's not nice. I think I need some soap right now. Yeah, no, I feel like that where I just, you know, during this whole pandemic, like, there's no reason for me to shower. <laughs> What's the difference between envy and jealousy? Envy is a feeling of discontent or resentment, mm. longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities or luck. Jealousy generally refers to the thoughts or feelings of insecurity, fear, concern over a relative lack of possessions or safety. Um, envious and jealous of other people. Maybe when someone's got a new gear. That's why I always point it out. Like, oh, you got the new gear. I'm, I'm, nice. I'm never jealous. I'm, I'm, I usually go up to them and say, oh, that's a nice gear, and I start touching it. It's usually guys. Yeah. I, 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 I tend to do it to guys. It's like, I, 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 for some reason, I like to be as pervy as possible to see what their reaction is. Yeah, you want to see how far they'll go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to test their boundaries. <laughs> no, I want to see their reaction. If they're like comfortable, then it's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're my kind of person because you're, you, you know, you're, you're not. You're not too like high strung. Mm -hmm. yeah. I remember when I got my first strap, I didn't know straps were a thing. Oh yeah, because you said yeah. sashes. Yeah, yeah, because I sashes. looked at uh, sashes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember I was called up to the middle, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And then I walked to the middle, and I was given this strap. I was like, "Oh, I think this is a, a promotion type of thing." <laughs> Because I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't realize because I thought it was, because I, when I see other people with um, tape on their belts, I thought it was supposed to, like they they use it for late. They like keeping that 
tape for later for their fingers. Oh, like you know when people have tennis balls. Yeah, so, they have it there. So I, I thought that they were doing that. I thought, oh yeah, that's a nice way to just like bring out a uh, tape just just in case you just have it on your belt. Yeah, I feel like maybe the stripes were like a placebo effect. Well, they were for me because I just felt like if I get a stripe, I've leveled up. If I do this, and it was so so. Bad. It was so bad. I was I was so attached attached to these stripes. Like every time I get a stripe, I was then ones who would take a picture of it and like, ah, oh, first stripe, ah, oh, second stripe. You know, so lame. But I don't care that it's lame though, because it's just you're celebrating yourself. You're proud of yourself. I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay to, to say, look, I've reached a certain milestone. Yeah, but there's I know there's some people who are just like, oh, why are you celebrating your stripe? I'm like, why not, bro? Calm down, this is my celebration. Let me celebrate me. You don't need to celebrate me. Slow walkers piss me off. Okay, I wanna rant a bit here. Okay, go. You know what you know what pisses me off? Is like the, the You know what really the, grinds my the, the, gears? The, the the pavement that you walk on in London is so narrow. And you get these motherfuckers who they walk so fucking slow. And they take up all the space. There's so many reasons. To violence someone, to vi but but you don't. There's an expected loyalty. Um, you're loyal to someone until you are given a reason to not be loyal to mm -hmm. them. You're loyal to me, I'm loyal to you. Mm -hmm. What if down the road I start being really really shitty, and you remember who I was before this? Yeah. How can I expect you to stick around and be my friend mm -hmm. if I am like that? Yeah. Be loyal, but. Loyalty doesn't last because it could be with friends, it could be with family, it could be with any anyone, anything. It could be to your workplace. So just just because you signed up to that club, you trained there for a few months or maybe a few years. I feel like there is pressure for people to be like, oh, I can't leave this gym because I've been there from mm. the beginning and blah blah blah. And it's like you know, you you may want to stay there because uh, you want to don't do it because of other people you know you want to stay because it aligns with your path your journey you know where you are in life it if going to that club or staying at that club doesn't align with you then leave because end of the day clubs are a business you, know, you are bringing the money and you have control of that you want to put your money into a club that you are invested in and not into a club that doesn't really care about you. To be honest, being loyal is just being a kind person. Just kind of reciprocate the energy that's been given to you. Obviously, if the energy's been given to you is negative, don't reciprocate that because that's not sharing the love and the kindness yeah. of um, the universe. Yeah, with um, loyalty, I've, I've been through that type of um, problem several times. When I started off Wing Chun, a year and a half into it because we were a part of a franchise so we I was able to go to different um, classes yeah. by different instructors but there was this one instructor that took um, interest in me and took interest in my training partner and he was spending extra time with us teaching us things that he knew from other martial arts as well so he was putting the effort into us and then I compared that to um, what our other instructor did like the one that we're actually paying money to mm -hmm. and he he did not care oh. he, he really didn't he really did not care because what, what would happen is that 
he would spend his time with the new students because he wants to he wants them to sign up and all that there's really no teaching and there was that frustration there and I, I felt like I had to be loyal to this guy I'm paying the fees it would look bad on me if, if I left for another instructor I, I discussed this with my training partner at the time and we came to realize who was actually putting effort into us and who wasn't loyalty isn't about who was there first another time like years years later the culture of the class changed what they were training it didn't align with what i believed in when mm -hmm. it came to training martial arts because mm -hmm. I, I believe that when it comes to training martial arts you have to spar and a lot of the students almost seemed afraid to spar if you don't fail how do you know where you're, you're gone wrong how do you know yeah. where your faults are you you know, like with this whole podcast thing, I'm very thankful for Weiwei because he set everything up. He was very like, oh, I don't want to do this. I, I don't want to, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. I don't like posting pictures. I'm not, uh, I used to do like Snapchat and stuff, but it was all a facade. Pictures, to me anyway, like when I take pictures, I'm so fake. I, I would use filters. It's so much pressure to even think, oh my god, I'm posting a picture, I have to do this, this and this. Whereas on video, it is what it is. It's just laid out bare. This is who we are and it's like, I can't fake it. I can't, I can't put a facade on. I can't put a mask on. So either like us or you hate us, but we don't give a at the end of the day. Because <laughs> we're just being ourselves. We're okay, so Way's made a wrist lock song <laughs> and he's going to debut it to me and you guys. Go. If you don't wrist lock your friend, you're not a true friend. <laughs> Shit. You're not a true friend. Okay. okay, let's start again. And go. If you don't wrist lock your friend, you're not a true friend. How are they supposed to know how to defend? If they meet a wrist locker, they would be vulnerable. Bend it forward, backwards, or a twist, that'd be unstoppable. How are they supposed to recognize when the danger arrives? <laughs> when you don't wrist lock your friend 5,000 times. In the beginning, they will hate you, but believe me, they'll be grateful. <laughs> 5,000 times, 5,000 times, wrist lock a friend, 5,000 times, so they can recognize when it's danger time. 5,000 times. <laughs> you actually have a, a chorus. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. god, and it rhymes too. Okay, carry on, times. 5,000 times, wrist lock a friend 5,000 times. Now they have a third eye for when it's danger time. Wait, pause. You made a whole song. I thought you, like, I thought you did like a verse or chorus, but this is like coming to like two minutes. A true friend will wrist lock you on the mats, off the mats. And no, no, this is oh. what we're saying. Okay. <laughs> you have a talking part in your song. Okay, go. In the park, at a restaurant, while you're at your workplace, 
even on public transport. They'll hate you at first, but they'll reap the benefits later on. Yay! Well done, Mayday! If you guys want the lyrics uh, to be on the backing track, please let us know. Just have an echo. <laughs> Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of Midges on the Mat. You may like, subscribe, share, comment, follow, and download. Why do I say and download? I'm not doing Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of Midges on the Mat. You may like, subscribe, share, comment, follow, and download this episode.